web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Throw is no good. Bears ball. Here's Walter brings it up. Walter's got to put it up. A three to tie. No good front iron. Walter had a good look at a three and he just missed it. And the game ends with a three-point Kansas win, 64-61. The Bears had two really good looks at threes to tie in the final 15 seconds. Neither of them went down, and they'll fall by three on the road here in Lawrence. And John, really good looks. I mean, that second one by Walter, I was surprised at how open he was. And he was, you know, a few feet beyond the three-point line, but well within his range. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Coach, despite uh, 21 turnovers, you had a couple of really good shots uh, in the final 15 seconds to, to get a tie. Yeah, I, I tell you, we, we couldn't have gotten better looks. Um, and at the end of the day, we live with them and proud of the guys for getting them. At the same time, the 21 turnovers was the difference. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on X, formerly Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Even in spite of 21 turnovers, which is the biggest stat in the ballgame, Bears had two chances to shove this thing into overtime and couldn't get either one of those threes down. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. Welcome in. Bears drop a game, a tough one on the road, 64-61. You know, Aaron, when we put those together, the open, uh, you know, whatever uh, sound we use, whatever music we use, try to kind of match the music with kind of the tone of the of the audio that goes with it. Uh-huh. I think that music matches the tone perfectly, <laughs> you know what I mean? As I was listening to it, I, I think it just kind of matches, oh, let one get away on Saturday. Yeah, it was uh, It was tough. I don't know. I. Nah, it's weird because it, that one didn't hurt me as much as the three in a row did, all yeah, three of them. Right, um, right. I guess because it started so poorly and they were able to turn it around and and there's been a couple of times where, you know, earlier early this year, and uh, a couple of times last year, where they got down like that early in the game, just got away and they were never in it. They got back in the game, played a great game, except for the turnovers, uh, pretty much in all aspects, and had a, two shots to win it at the end. Two really good looks. I thought yep. the coaching, the coaching's always great. So you know it's especially good when you when you notice a, a bunch of things and out of every timeout, just about and in every big spot, Baylor got good shots, and that's all you can ask for. That's and it. They got two great clean looks. Neither one of them went down, but 
you know, they were there at the end with a chance to tie. And I guess that's why I had, I felt really, it's the best I've felt after a loss. I didn't, I was going right. I didn't feel good, but I felt hopeful and confident going forward. That's a very good way to say it. Pat and I said post-game, uh, I asked him, I said, are you encouraged or discouraged after this game? And we talked through it, and he ultimately said encouraged because of the same thing you said. It was a tough loss, but it was in a place where Kansas very rarely loses. Maybe one game a year they're going to lose on their home floor. Uh, and, and I said I am uh, uh, disappointed but encouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, disappointed to get that close for what would have been a huge win on the road, but encouraged by the way they played, the way they hung in there, got down by, what, 13 points a couple of times in the first half, facing that crowd on the road, and then just couldn't hold on to the ball. I mean, just throwing it away and passes (laughs) bouncing off guys' hands. I mean, 21 turnovers, that's that's hard to overcome against anybody. It is, and that was one of the things that made me optimistic. Right, right. Just the fact that they – had so many turnovers, handled the ball ball so poorly pretty much all game long, but they were still able to almost win this game. They they shot free throws well. They were incredible on the glass, and especially uh, offensive rebounding, and that helped keep them in the game. There was just so many good things to come out of this game that I didn't – Did you? I don't want to be too negative. Right. That's right. the way I looked at it. Because That's... I've been plenty negative during that three-game winning streak. <laughs> right. Really disappointing losses that were gut punches for everybody. You know, fans, coaches, players. They got through that one three straight and, and gave Kansas everything they, they wanted. Yep. 64-61 was the final. Uh, again, Baylor played without Langston Love. Don't know his availability for tomorrow night yet. Baylor home against Oklahoma. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, uh, Coach Drew is meeting with the media right now. So we'll get some uh, – I'm sure someone will ask that question about Langston Love. But Kansas played without um, Kevin McCuller, their second leading scorer. And, uh, again, that, that was – Part of the reason that it was such a good opportunity for Baylor to knock off Kansas on their home floor, um, they got double-digit scoring from four different guys, but they were piecing it together. A guy named Nicholas Timberlake started the game for for uh, Kansas in place of the injured Kevin McCuller. And you mentioned the rebounding, Aaron. It was 10-4 Baylor on the offensive glass. It was 42-25 to in favor of Baylor <laughs> rebounding. That's just a huge advantage. Absolutely. And uh, another thing that was really – it if you've watched Baylor basketball, you've seen it all year slowly progress, but it is progressing by leaps and bounds, the, the play of Eve Meese. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go up against Hunter Dickinson and not just hold his own but outplaying, it was incredible to watch and enjoy it because he's going to be one and done. I mean, it's just – he was – and it's incredible. He reclassified. He's barely yeah. – eight. you know, he's 18 – but he should be a senior in high school right now, and instead he's going toe to toe with the one of the national player of the year candidates. Right, and and not just playing well, but outplaying him. He he outplayed Hunter Dickinson in that game. It was it was pretty special to watch. 
And Eve Meese named today the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. Back-to-back outstanding games for the uh, Baylor freshman post player. 17.7 rebounds in the win over Tech on Tuesday. Followed that up with 21 points and 8 rebounds against Kansas on Saturday. 6 of 9 from the floor. Continued improvement at the free throw line for Eve. He was 7 of 8 against Tech. He was 9 of 12 against Kansas on Saturday. A couple of block shots in there. A couple of spectacular Block shots by Eve Macy, and then another one, uh, Aaron, you remember, that was overturned as a uh, goaltending call. <laughs> and uh, and on that one, uh, Pat said on the air, I think the officials just called goaltending because they thought that's not humanly possible to get up there and block that shot legally. <laughs> but Eve played great, and, and you're right, against Hunter Dickinson, uh, preseason All-American, maybe the player of the year in the conference, maybe the player of the year in the nation, and Dickinson had a uh, big first half. He had 13 points at halftime. He had two points in the second half, finished with 15 points and seven rebounds. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, just a, a breakout game for him as far as nationally. Of course, everybody, you know, that's been watching Baylor, like we have, already knows. But um, just, just great to see as, as far as, Moving forward, you know, how good the guard play is, and you combine that, you know, with, with post play that that's good. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, got to be pretty scary for opposing teams. Now Oklahoma comes in tomorrow night, 8 o'clock in Foster Pavilion. OU beat Oklahoma State uh, 66-62 on Saturday. Uh, the new polls are out. Baylor up one spot to 12th in the AP polls. So they went one and one last week. <laughs> they got the Kansas bump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they beat Texas Tech at home, lost to Kansas on the road by three, and go up one in the poll. Uh, that's the AP version. The coaches poll Baylor stays steady at number 13 this week. Other Big 12 schools, Houston uh, climbs again. They're up two spots to number three in the nation. Kansas drops two to number six. Remember, they lost last Monday on the road at Kansas State and then beat Baylor by three, so they drop uh, drop two spots Kansas number six, Iowa State up four spots to number 10. So three teams from the Big 12 in the top 10. You could say four in the top 12, including Baylor. Other uh, Big 12 schools, BYU's up two to number 19. Uh, Oklahoma is uh, back in the poll at number 25. And uh, falling out, Texas Tech uh, falling out of the uh, top 25 this week. So, that is the men's top 25 poll. The uh, coaches poll pretty much the same. Houston number three, Kansas at seven, down three spots. Iowa State at 10, Baylor at 13, BYU at 17. Mm, Oklahoma is at 21, and that is it for the Big 12 in that poll. Texas Tech dropped out of that coaches poll as well. Big Monday tonight. There are actually uh, two games tonight. Kansas back on a big Monday. They had to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. Aaron, there was a lot of conversation there in Lawrence about Kevin McCullough and, uh, you know, not playing on Saturday against Baylor. One theory uh, being tossed around was he wanted to be at full strength tonight when Kansas goes to Lubbock to play Texas Tech because, of course, he transferred from Tech to Kansas. And no proof to that, just, again, just – kind of talk in the media room on Saturday. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if he is available and does play tonight against his old school, Texas Tech. Yeah, I I didn't think about that, but I would be 
Well, I would not be shocked to see him tonight. We'll put it right, that way. <laughs> right, right, right. So we'll see how that uh, that plays out tonight. There's another game in the league tonight, and I can't remember. Oh, it's West Virginia at TCU, uh, 7 o'clock tonight, part of a, a travel deal with West Virginia. So two Big 12 games on tap tonight. Big Monday on ESPN Kansas at Texas Tech. Baylor women uh, won a big game on Saturday. They won at home over West Virginia. Baylor at the time was number 18 in the nation, West Virginia number 22. Now the new poll on the women's side, the Baylor women dropped three spots to 21, and uh, West Virginia drops two spots to 24. Highest-ranked Big 12 women's team is Texas at number five. Kansas State is seven. Mm, Boy, that's it till you get down to Baylor at 21, Oklahoma at 23, and West Virginia at 24. And that's next for Nick Collin and the Baylor women on the road at Oklahoma. Tough task there. That comes up on Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock from Norman. All right, uh, we're off and running on this Monday. We appreciate you being with us. Tell you what, it was fun to be in Lawrence over the weekend, and uh, closest TV market is, there's two really, Topeka and Kansas City. Kansas City, the bigger TV market. But fun to watch all their Super Bowl coverage as we were there on Friday and then the game on Saturday, got back late Saturday night. And it was fun to see that place was jazzed up about the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll talk about that after a break. The Chiefs now back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Take a break and return in a moment. John Morris Show alongside Aaron Sexton from the Allen Samuels Studios. Thanks to Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play on Wednesday to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that 
perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. seconds to go in the overtime 22 to 19 San Francisco McKinnon is in at running back first down and goal to go play action fake right side throw touchdown Kansas City McCall Hardman McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side a three yard touchdown pass in overtime Kansas City wins the game 25 22 And the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class because for the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. It's Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. Final call last night in overtime, Kansas City over San Francisco. Aaron, uh, what'd you think of the game last night? Goes to overtime and Kansas City ends up with the win. <laughs> Went exactly how I thought. And yeah. actually kind of predicted it would go. <laughs> I was not surprised at all. The only thing that surprised me was that 
Uh, Mahomes didn't get it done at the end of regulation, but you know, then he took care of it in overtime. Eight for eight plus the run, and uh, here we are talking about the Chiefs dynasty. Pretty incredible. Yep, yep, agreed. And uh, I think you and I both agreed. Most people, this is new news, but you put the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands <laughs> and he's going to find a way <laughs> to win the game. Well, you know, I'm, I'm huge on analytics because it's basically right. information. You know, people try to downplay analytics or talk about it. It's just information and in how you choose to use it. But, and, and you know, there's, there was a lot of articles about sports betting and how, how uh, you know, they basically use these programs and supercomputers to figure out uh, where to place bets. And there's very few things that they can't account for. But yeah. one of those things is truly, truly – all-time great players like like a Michael Jordan or or a Pat Mahomes and I thought that would be the difference that having Andy Reid as the coach and their defense which has been spectacular all year was really great once again I thought those three things would be the difference and they were yeah that's exactly right so uh Mahomes and the Chiefs back-to-back Super Bowls and uh so uh I was we talked about this Friday I was pulling for the Chiefs and you and I both picked the Chiefs mine uh, more so because I know some of those guys there Mitch Holtis used to do Kansas State uh broadcast way back and then left to do some network things and settled in doing the Chiefs for a long long time uh Josh Klingler is the sideline guy for the Chiefs on their broadcast Josh Josh uh, worked Kansas broadcast for a long time, and uh, so we cross paths quite a bit. Still does some Kansas um, third-tier TV games. And Maria Long is a former Baylor track and field standout, and she worked with us at Learfield uh, in the Baylor Bears sports properties. So got to know Maria a little bit there, and she graduated, and her job is with the Kansas City Chiefs. So she was part of a uh, uh, charter plane that they took for all the family and staff of the Chiefs out to Las Vegas and uh, were there to uh, to see the Super Bowl win on Sunday. So really, really fun to see. Plus, always consider, you know, Kansas City uh, very much in, in the Big 12 footprint. So know a lot of people that are there in that Kansas City market and, uh, and really fun to uh, – you know, just kind of know, know the lay of the land, like they were talking about the the uh, power and light district in downtown Kansas City. How wild that was! Uh, play uh, people there watching the game and celebrating. Well, that's right outside the T-Mobile Center. You know where the Big 12 tournament is played. So we've been there many, many times. So for uh, for some of those reasons, that's why I was pulling for uh, and happy to see Kansas City win. I was too, mainly because uh, I'm what the kids call a hater. <laughs> and, uh, I, don't, I uh, really, really dislike San Francisco and most of their fans. I have some friends that are fans, but you know, they're still kind of annoying. <laughs> um, and man, it, what a brutal way to lose! You know, exactly. Like just, just devastating. If you're on the other side, luckily I wasn't, so I got to enjoy it and watch a great, great Super Bowl that ended with the 49ers not winning. So I was happy. Brock Purdy played well, though, didn't he? He did. And yeah. that's what the one thing uh, Ward and I talked about. Look, at, you know, stop calling him a game manager. He's a very good Pro Bowl caliber NFL quarterback. Right. And he wins the Super Bowl against any other quarterback in the league, probably, except for Pat Mahomes. So, I mean, you can't dog uh, uh, Brock Purdy. He played excellent 
You know, and you could he missed a couple of throws, but guess what? So did Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. missed one at the end of regulation that would have that would have negated the need for overtime because yeah. Rasheed Rice was running wide open and he missed him. Now he made up for it, obviously. But yeah, Brock Purdy, I'm a big fan, as much of a fan of of his as I can be with him being a 49er. Yeah. But uh, he deserves nothing but praise for his performance in that game yesterday. That's true. Now, if I had, that would have been the one reason I would have pulled for the 49ers because of Brock Purdy. Because uh, I just like him, and uh, gosh, he played well. He played really, really well. The overtime timing, it uh, it threw some people, didn't it? Even though Jim Nance and Tony Romo, they explained it more than once, you know, what the overtime period looked like uh, in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Yeah, there was a lot of confusion, especially apparently on the 49ers sideline. They, a lot of the players said that they had no idea that the the overtime rules had changed. It didn't, I don't think, really affect much. Right. Um, still a great play call by Andy Reid. And it just seems like every time they get in a, in a situation where they have to have a play, he just reaches down into that <laughs> big old bag of tricks and finds the right play and they score. A big part of that is having Patrick Mahomes running the play. But, man, he can, he can create some absolutely beautiful offensive plays. And when they're run right, they're just unstoppable. You're right. And he does have a big old bag of tricks does, <laughs> that Mike. he can draw from. Yeah, he does. And and uh, another thing some people were questioning was why San Francisco, when they won the toss, why did they take the ball first? Because normally you think in overtime you want to play defense first. And so, you know, you, you give Kansas City the ball first, then you know what you have to do when you get the ball but and I didn't really understand this till today. I heard somebody say they were really playing for the third possession because every both teams are going to get a possession in the first overtime, and then if things are still tied and you go to a second overtime, that's when it's sudden death. So that's why they took the ball first, knowing they'd get the ball first. Um, Chiefs would get the ball second, but then San Francisco would get it first if it went to another overtime. So that's that's the key one right there. That's why they took the ball first instead of playing defense first. Yeah, and it's not – there's nothing wrong with that. I think the conventional wisdom, though, in this case is right. Um, since it's not sudden death, you know, for a touchdown like it used to be where it would end if the right. team that gets the ball first scores a touchdown – then I think it's better to play defense and see exactly what you need, like like almost everyone does in college overtimes. I just think that that would have been the best thing to do. I don't think it was terrible to take the ball, though. Right. True. All right. Uh, fun day, fun game. If you didn't care who won, uh, to get an overtime <laughs> game in the Super Bowl is pretty good. Only the second overtime all time. And uh, first uh, team to repeat since who the Patriots in 03 and 04. So it's been 20 years since the team has repeated. All right, very good. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, let's check in at Baylor Ballpark. This is game week for Baylor baseball. They open the new season on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Globe Life Field in Arlington. We'll visit with assistant coach Zach Dillon when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown for Alliance Bank. Also brought to you by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 
The Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday as we talk golf with women's golf coach Jay Goble and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. 
think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. His assistant coach, Zach Dillon, with the voice of the Bears. And back with us, John Morris Show on a Monday. Sun is shining. This is game week for Baylor baseball. They open at the uh, Shriners Children's College Showdown at Globe Life Field in Arlington this weekend. Friday versus Nebraska, Saturday versus Oregon, and Sunday versus Tennessee. Uh, Climate-controlled indoors, which is nice. Three really good opponents. Let's talk about it with Baylor assistant coach Zach Dillon. And, Zach, we appreciate you being on with us today. Well, thanks for having me, John. You bet, you bet. How has uh, practice gone? And I know it's a kind of a sprint, isn't it, once you get things going uh, headed toward this uh, opening series? It is, yeah. I think our preparation overall um, throughout the year um, during the fall season and, and into the spring is, has been better. Um, we feel like we're ready to uh, play somebody else. I think the kids are excited, and, and we're certainly excited to see him go out and play and compete against somebody else and this year it's it's got to be a lot different for you this year compared to this time last year when everything was so new and you, you guys were drinking out of a fire hose and you know trying to determine what you had with the roster uh how, how much different is it one year later yeah I, I think we're a year ahead i mean i think that's that's really the overriding theme is you know we we got our feet settled in and and, and learned a lot last year um, and we're able to make some good adjustments and and how we prepared this fall and and how we structured our fall um, along with along with bringing in some new guys and, and feeling a little better about the roster and where we're at right now so we're excited to get to see some of these guys play and and see how they handle the bright lights a little bit and they're going to be awfully bright this weekend with three tough opponents in a big league ballpark yeah, absolutely. Isn't it great, though, to know you're going to be playing in there and you know you'll get the games in and, uh, you know, uh, should be on time, no weather delays. Uh, that's got to be fun. Yeah, this time of year especially, knowing the, the weather won't be a factor is, is a big deal. And, and obviously we're going we're gonna to get our opportunity to play all three of them. So we're looking forward to it and, and excited, again, with the challenges all three different opponents present and, and seeing how our guys handle it. Zach, I remember last year, uh, Coach Thompson coming in and you guys coming in, and he said you returned two, count them, two home runs from the year before. Uh, it's a little different this year, plus uh, the new guys that you've brought in. seems like you've got a lot more punch in your offense this year. 
Yeah, I think so. And, and we've seen that in our inter-squad games. Um, you know, the addition of some speed and power was needed. And, and we feel like we, we did an admirable job of, of bringing some guys in that can, that can bring those kind of things to the ball game. So, you know, it, like any other year, you, there's a little uncertainty going into it. But, but we certainly feel better about the athletes that we're going to run out onto the field and, and hope they match up. Zach, any of the uh, newcomers, either transfers or freshmen, that have uh, really hit the ground running and might see, you know, some significant playing time here early in the year? Yeah, I think, you know, starting with a guy like Enzo Apodaca, who was a freshman All-American at Gonzaga and and uh, obviously was hitting over 300 in the Cape this summer when, when we got him to transfer in. So he's he's been a really good really good addition and and should have a big impact at the top of the order and and hold down you know one of the outfield spots every day for us um you know a couple junior college transfers ty johnson will will probably start off as our everyday center fielder and bring some speed and power you know quality bat type of guy guy that's going to handle the bat and be able to do all the little things um shortstop tyreek kent from western oklahoma state is a dynamic defender and and will be able to do some things skill-wise offensively, and he's also a plus runner. Um, you know, so those three guys right there create, you know, two premium positions for us and and some speed and, and ability to handle the bat in the lineup. And then, you know, the addition of a, a guy like Wesley Jordan, who had 16 home runs at Navarro Junior College last year, adds a little thump in the middle of the lineup and is a nice addition. Um, Mason Greer, another guy that, you know, had double-digit home runs two years ago at Missouri State, and and also you know provides some provides some veteran leadership um, that that was needed. So you know the addition of those guys and and a few others, um, we feel better about what we're bringing to the table offensively. We're a little a little more dynamic, a little more complete um, than we were a year ago, and and no, but you know it's all new for those guys too. So they got to get their feet wet and get comfortable and and play with some confidence, but. From an ability standpoint and an athleticism standpoint, we're, we're in a much better place. Zach Dillon, our guest, assistant coach, Baylor baseball season opening series this weekend in Arlington. What about uh, what about those three teams that you're going to face there, man? You guys are diving in, taking on Nebraska, Oregon, and Tennessee in the first three. Yeah, obviously, you know, programs that are have had a, a ton of success, um, Oregon coming off a really good year and a in a super regional Nebraska won 35 games last year, 34 games last year and, and have five of the top prospects in the big 10. Um, and then Tennessee obviously is a world series participant and a, and a lineup and pitching staff that just has talent up and down the roster. So, you know, no easy task. We're, we're deep into our, our scouting reports right now, obviously trying to prepare for three is, is a, a tough challenge for us, but, the first weekend of the year, but we're doing the best we can when, uh, you know, to be prepared for the weekend and, and know who we're going up against. So, you know, we'll be, we'll be prepared and ready to go. Um, but you know, the game, the game of baseball typically comes down to who throws the most strikes, makes the average play and gets the ball and play the most. So we're going to, we're going to continue to focus with our guys on those things and try to keep the game really simple for them early on and, and see how it all goes. 
And this in your area specifically, but pitching-wise, it, it seems like you're going to have a, a lot more options pitching-wise this year. Uh, is the is the weekend rotation set yet, or might we not know that until this weekend? Uh, we should know here middle of the week this week, but we've got a really good idea who's who's going to run out there for us Friday and Saturday and, and maybe leave Sunday to as a TBD and, and see how the first two ball games go and what we need to use. Um, you know, when we, we've got this much inexperience, it's, it's tough to know exactly how guys are going to react and respond. What I can tell you is we do have more options, um, right and left-handed. Um, we've got more strike throwers and, and we just need to see how the guys are going to respond to competition. And, you know, we will have a bunch of guys make their college debut this weekend. So you never know how that's going to go for each guy, but, um, we'll have a much better idea and much better feel leaving the weekend than we do going into it of, of where some guys are at. Yeah, very cool. Well, uh, not just this weekend, but uh, your your February schedule is pretty tough. I mean, you get going, get going fast, and then before you know it, uh, first of March, you'll be into conference play. No, that's right. It's, it's fast and furious. We, you know, fortunately, we're going to be at the Baylor Ballpark the following two weekends, playing playing in front of uh, our crowd, and hopefully. We get a great turnout on those two weekends against Indiana and Oral Roberts. Um, but I feel like these three weekends are certainly preparing us for anything we're going to see in our league and, and hope hope that we can uh, hold our own and, and get into conference feeling some pretty good vibes. Nice. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, and uh, good luck getting things uh, started this weekend. Thanks, John. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks very much. Zach Dillon, Baylor assistant coach, Baylor baseball, opening with three games in Arlington this weekend. It is the Shriners Children's College Showdown. Now, uh, the Shriners uh, had been associated with the tournament in Houston, but have uh, have moved their, uh, I guess, their association to this tournament in Arlington. So closer, for, uh, closer to Waco, certainly, if folks want to drive up there and see the games. Uh, Friday morning at 11, it is Baylor versus Nebraska. Saturday morning at 11, it is Baylor versus Oregon. And then Sunday evening, the last game of the uh, three uh, on that day, Baylor versus Tennessee at 6.30 on Sunday evening. All three games will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, It's kind of a... um, Kind of a Tetris, uh, trying to make the things fit. Aaron, as you know better than I do, with uh, baseball starting up, women's <laughs> basketball, men's basketball. But it works that all three of those games will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, it's it's always nice when we're able to do that, especially like our busy, busy season is right the first of football season. But right, right now is the second one. When you have <laughs> right, <laughs> men's and women's basketball, softball baseball and then you know eventually rangers baseball yeah, all coming up right. so this is it, it, it's fun but it's definitely uh challenging sometimes. it is challenging <laughs> you guys do a great job making it work getting everything on the air and we uh, greatly appreciate that all right good to visit with zach we appreciate uh him and let's take a break we'll be back with more in just a moment john morris show brought to you in part by the pioneer boys pioneer steel and pipe They're at 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco, also a location in Bryan, also on the web at pioneerboys.com. 
Check them out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. And we're brought to you by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Closed on Mondays. They uh, regroup, catch their breath, then get going again tomorrow. But they'll be there tomorrow for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. As always, you can get their entire schedule of upcoming events on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And uh, if you have any questions about membership, about reserving a space, about uh, uh, reserving a table for lunch or dinner, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball on the road at McNeese State on Thursday. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Thursday for Baylor softball on 101.3 FM. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear softball on 101.3 FM. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Buying new roads. 
looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at D'Amori Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds, and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. with us, John Morris Show on a Monday. We appreciate you being with us. We appreciate Aaron Sexton making things work, and we uh, certainly appreciate Zach Dillon being on with us from Baylor Baseball. Uh, mentioning softball, and you heard the promo, Baylor softball uh, dropped two to Tennessee over the weekend. They moved the series up to a doubleheader on Friday and uh, hoping to play two on Friday, one on Saturday before the rain. Then they couldn't even get the uh, third game in on Saturday. So they ended up canceling that game. But they played two games on Friday and played really well. Had a 2 nothing or a 2-1 to lead going to the seventh inning of the first game. Uh, Tennessee got a home run and won it 3-2. to So tight game. The Vols won the first one 3-2 and then won the second one 9-1. to So... Tennessee, number two team in the nation, 1-2 from Baylor over the weekend. Now Baylor softball goes on the road for a while. They'll be at McNeese State coming up on Thursday. I think, Aaron, that's one of those that says don't call a state. So I think it's at McNeese on Thursday, the broadcast on 101.3 FM. Then they go to Lafayette to play Louisiana. And I do know that Louisiana is the one that doesn't like to be called Louisiana Lafayette. Um, so that's this week for Baylor softball. Then the next week, beginning on Thursday the 22nd, they'll play in a big tournament in Palm Springs, California. They'll play Notre Dame, Oregon, UC Riverside, UCLA, and Missouri out there. So some uh, tough games coming up all on the road. Or I guess uh, most of those will be neutral site games for Baylor softball. And, again, all the softball games this year, again, on 101.3 FM. All right, Aaron, uh, Mr. Mosley is coming up top of the hour. I might could guess, but tell me, uh, what do you guys have in store for the Matt Mosley Show today? We will, of course, talk about the Super Bowl, lots and lots of Super Bowl talk. We talk about Patrick Mahomes winning his third Super Bowl in the Chiefs dynasty. We will also talk college basketball. Baylor's loss to Kansas over the weekend with Pete Sousa, ESPN play-by-play announcer. And uh, we will have all the latest breaking news of the day, which there always is. So. Always is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. So that's coming up with Matt Mosley and Aaron and Cam coming up uh, between 3 and 6. So they'll start here in just a few minutes. We like to, uh, we like to give you birthdays. So let's give you some birthdays today. 
It is uh, Jana Hickson's birthday. Happy birthday to Jana. I know a lot of you uh, know her, have worked with her, uh, know she and her family. So happy birthday to Jana Hickson today. Also, it is uh, Cynthia Lewis's birthday. Happy birthday to uh, Mrs. Judge Lewis. Happy birthday to Cynthia Lewis, great woman. Uh, and a great friend, uh, Tony Miller's birthday today, former Baylor quarter miler. Happy birthday to him. Marcus Sedberry's birthday is today. Marcus was with us in Baylor Athletics, now uh, an associate AD, I think deputy associate AD at Wisconsin, and doing great things there, and uh, just a great guy. Uh, so happy birthday to Marcus Sedberry. It is... Oh, let's see, Carl Hoover's birthday. Happy birthday to Carl, Waco Trib. Uh, Mark Strauss's birthday. Mark, uh, the king of uh, raising canes, uh, not only in Waco, but in this region. So happy birthday to Mark Strauss. Christine Carver's birthday also. And I think that is it, except you think I'm going to forget this one right, and you're going to jump on it. But it's RG3's birthday today also. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I knew you'd be ready. But happy birthday to RG3. How old is he today? 34 years old. 34. How about that? Just a young man. Yep. That's mm. great. We saw he and his family, his wonderful family, in Orlando. He was there to call the NFL Pro Bowl uh, shenanigans for ESPN. And they happen to be staying at the same hotel we were when we were there for the UCF game. So, fun to see him. Happy birthday to Robert Griffin III. All right, who else, Aaron, on this February the 12th? Got a few today. We'll start with Rangers third baseman Josh Young. He is 25. 2012 NASCAR Cup champion Brad Kozlowski is 39 years old. Christina Ricci, probably best known for uh, being... In the Adams Family movies, she is 43. Josh Brolin, who uh, has been in a bunch of huge movies in the last few years. He was Thanos in the Avengers movies. He was in No Country for Old Men, the Sicario movies, Deadpool. He turns 55. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh turns 58. Former late-night talk show host Arsenio Hall turns 67. And the great Michael McDonald. One-time lead singer for the Doobie Brothers, turned 72 years old. Very nice. That's a good group on February 12th. Aaron, thank you very much. Appreciate that. And uh, we're going to move out of here make room for um, Matt Mosley and Cam Stewart coming up next on the Matt Mosley Show. All right, thanks again to Zach Dillon, who was on with us, Baylor Baseball, opening their series this weekend. That is uh, in Arlington, Globe Life Field, for the Shriners Children's College Showdown. Uh, it's Baylor's got three games. There's actually nine games over the weekend, over Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Let me see if I can find the rest of that schedule real quick. But uh, Baylor with three and uh, all the other teams, obviously, uh, there will play three games each. So ton of games coming up this weekend indoors in climate-controlled comfort. I guess these would be these would be the first games there since the Rangers won the World Series, right? Nobody else has played in there yet. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, just go soak up some of that World Series karma also at Globe Life Field. All right, here's the schedule. Uh, 11 a.m. on Friday, Baylor versus Nebraska to get things started. 3 p.m., Oregon versus Oklahoma. And then 7 p.m., Tennessee versus Texas Tech. That's Friday. Saturday schedule, Baylor versus Oregon at 11 a.m., Ten, uh, Texas Tech versus Nebraska at 3, and Oklahoma versus Tennessee at 7. And then on Sunday, final day of the uh, three-day tournament, Nebraska versus Oklahoma at 10.30, Oregon versus Texas Tech at 2.30, and Tennessee versus Baylor scheduled to start at 6.30 on uh, Sunday. So a lot of baseball there, a lot of really good teams, really good uh, competition to start the season with that three-day Three, uh, nine game tournament in Arlington. Aaron, thank you very much. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Everyone, uh, stay tuned. Congratulations to the Chiefs Super Bowl champions. The Chiefs have done this, and they did it.